0: Thank you all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. want to give a big shout-out to Hopper, uh, Nobles Networking, Williams Tire. Uh, I'm forgetting somebody. I forget a lot of people. Red Circle. Uh, thank you to all the corporate sponsors. still blows my mind when you hear DraftKings and other places like that that are sponsoring the show. Uh, appreciate the checks, and y'all just let me do what the hell I want. Um, a couple months ago, I had – uh perfectly kelsey on my show and as i've told y'all several times i didn't know if we was gonna get along like every i did not know and i ended up in a good way becoming obsessed with this woman because i think she's just <laughs> such a good person and i've got to see her love life unfold and everything so today i've got miss kelsey and curtis uh a week before they get married so i'm I'm grateful y'all had time to just come bullshit with me yes, yes thanks for having us
1: yes thank you well, <laughs>
0: How, how are things going right now with y'all just being a couple days out?
1: Um, Good. I'm just, it's the stress of kind of not just planning the wedding, but also the charity event. So we put yeah. putting the charity event on this the next day. So it's a o- lot.
0: Only beef I got with you is y'all are getting married on my birthday in Georgia. <laughs> and it's just like, y'all could have done something else. Nobody's going to come hang out with me for my birthday now because of your wedding.
1: You can come to our wedding and just I'm it.
0: A- I'm too trashy. I I make it. I am not the guy that you casually invite to your wedding. One, I've seen your friends. I have no chance in hell, and I drink way too much. So I know what's going to happen. I'm going to make an ass out of myself. So it's best if I stay on my side. No, it's not. I'm telling you, I'd be shooting shots that that, uh, MJ couldn't hit. (laughs) You know, it's I think uh, for some reason, Little Whiskey makes me think that I'm way taller than I am and in way better shape. Liquid <laughs> courage, man. Dude, I I
1: can ma- all my friends are married anyway.
0: So. Well, I I well, I never, I would never hit on a married woman. That's like one of my biggest pet peeves. I can't stand that mess. But I have been known to just eyeball and I've done guy, I'm 33. You know, when you like, you see these older men that just stare at women and you're like, what a fucking creeper. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> I understand it now. It's like I'm probably never going to see you again. Let me just get a really good look. Let me just look. I never thought about it that way. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like just I, old, man, old man creeper syndrome. You know, Those old guys just like I'm getting seen. bad about it. I really wish I wasn't. Like it's, it's going to be what it's going to be at this point.
1: See, like um, I stare and zone out. So that's what I always thought was happening. Is it's just people zoning out, and it just looks like they're staring.
0: I love that. Uh, no, no, I'm staring. One hundred percent. Uh, well, tell us about the charity event y'all got the day after your wedding.
1: Yeah. So we're putting on, um, so, okay. With our wedding, we're pretty much using the wedding for the charity event. That was the whole point is we wanted to raise a lot of money. Um, neither one of, well, I don't believe in institution of marriage. And he's done getting married. He did it once and it wasn't good. So we're having a wedding and it's kind of like um, a celebrate, a commitment ceremony, celebration of love. So we all can have all of our friends and family there. But then we really wanted to use this day to raise money for our causes that are very near and dear to our hearts. So like we're raising one for me, it's breaking the silence against domestic violence for my journey that I went through with domestic violence. And then we're doing the Down syndrome association of the low country because that is, um, his son has Down syndrome, so we're raising money for that, and then it's on September 11th, so we're also raising money for the first responders, Ledgefield. yes, in the area, but yeah, it's basically just, I mean, there's like 90 plus influencers that are going to be there, going to be food trucks, and drinking all night, and partying, a silent auction, yeah. putting on a, a silent auction to raise more money, but just to see how much we can raise, and give back to kind of which shaped us and made us and is important to us We
2: also partner with a company called riff the yeah. app riff um so they're going to basically live stream the whole they're gonna live stream friday and live stream saturday and then it's a woman-owned company and they're going to donate they're going to match the proceeds that they make off riff app so that's pretty that's pretty awesome so we're so excited yeah. about that so we've got multiple avenues of you know people donating and um people getting involved with the charity so we're super excited to see the outcome
0: yeah hey, there's something special about people like y'all that uh they just do that. Like you take something that was going to be meaningful to y'all, but you make it meaningful to everybody. That, that's what I want to see so much more. There's so many people on social media that I hate. <laughs> I, I, I hate. I hate to see them make money. And I don't mean to be like petty <laughs> fucking Betty here, but yeah. like they're just bad people and they're walking around just flaunting their money. But then you see somebody struggling on the streets or you see some kid that needs a little bit more attention. Um, We help with uh, autism around here. We have sensory rooms that we donate to. And it's like when you you see these kids and their needs, but then you see some guy or whatever in our hometown that's riding around in a vehicle they don't need and a house they don't need, but they're not giving back or helping anybody. It's like, what is your legacy going to be? You're going to be a greedy, stingy old bastard that had a lot of money in the bank that didn't help nobody. And I can't stand that shit.
1: Well, karma comes where it is needed eventually. Usually people like that are very, very lonely inside.
0: So, so they fill
2: themselves with negative voids.
1: Yep.
0: I have, I have a lot of negative voids around me and it's usually toxic women. <laughs> 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 or
1: your toxic mindset. Maybe it's you.
0: I look, I'm starting to realize that there's one common denominator in all the bad relationships I've had, it is it is I'm the only one that's still hanging around. <laughs> and, whiskey. and whiskey. I did really start drinking bad. <laughs> I didn't start like I almost like it's to the point now that with my show, I'll have my one year anniversary on October the first from opening the studio, from getting fired from country radio and all this kind of stuff. And I have drank more in the last year than I have drank in the previous 32 combined. I think I almost feel like I'm developing a problem, but I think (laughs) if I think that I have a problem that I don't have a problem. So it's kind of weird. I don't know
2: what to do. So were you like the bubble love sponge of country radio?
0: I was, uh, I tried to be the Howard Stern of country radio a lot, but see, I'll tell you, I got in trouble several times last year because one thing that I'm very sensitive about is I do not like racism, I I cannot, there's something, I grew up in a place that it was very obvious and it rubbed me the wrong way from a very early age, but I started getting in trouble last year in country radio when NASCAR, uh, when they banned the Confederate flag from all their stuff. Well, being a white Southern male looking like me, I look like King racist, like I look like I ought to be like Grand Dragon with a hood on, right, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) When I got on country radio and I said my beliefs on the Confederate flag, how it's negative, how I can see that it stands for hate, that it doesn't mean shit to me. I got death threats from like the sons of Confederacy. And once that stuff started, they looked for every excuse to get me out of country radio after having the number one show in Georgia for the past two years. That's why the podcast and everything took off and blew up like almost right out the gate to where we got sponsors, is because people don't – they don't want to deal with that bullshit no more. They want people that's real. And even if you look like me, I'm going to hurt your fucking feelings with my beliefs, and I'm not going to care because you don't care about, you know, my beliefs. So why should I care about yours? <laughs> Fair
1: enough. But that doesn't seem like a bad belief. I don't
0: but- think it is.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: I don't think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't believe that, though. It's a problem. Like, the it's- there's just – there's too many overly – What makes me mad about the people who want to stand up and raise hell about the Confederate flag is they want to say, oh, don't take our rights, blah, blah, blah. blah. You don't care about my beliefs or whatever. But then you see them getting mad on social media, like when a a gay couple gets married. Right. And it's it's like, how do you think your beliefs are more important than their beliefs? (laughs) Well,
1: that's the thing. They're very (laughs) egocentric and it is just their beliefs. Everybody else is wrong. They're right. And so that's just what they go with. I've, but it's, a, it's such a lack of education. It is like even the Confederate isn't a. It's not patriotic at all.
0: No, They're
1: revolting against everything that was patriotic. Like it makes no sense. You, you, really
0: can't, you, you can't fix stupid.
1: No, you sure can't. <laughs>
0: I've I've learned a very long time ago just to not argue with them. If I say yes. something, I used to be the type that when somebody would post something negative on my social media, I would want to chop their heads off. I am a great shit talker. And me it too. takes a, it takes a very strong person to out shit talk me. <laughs> and I did it for a little while. And then it, it was just so negative and it felt like so toxic to me that I was like, you know what? That's not going to be me. If you're going to believe that strongly in your beliefs, and I believe that strongly in mine, I'm just going to agree to disagree with you and yeah. you, you can, you can keep losing sleep over it. I'm not going to. Right. My point is I can't change
2: your viewpoint. You can't change my viewpoint. We're just going to go in circles. Right. Circles all over and over, and it, it's draining. It's toxic. It, like there's no point. So I see it. I'm like, I'm not even going to pay any attention.
1: That i was on my old page. Boop, boop. I was doing. They were calling me the clapback queen because I always had something to say back. And I oh, said you you seem
0: like the top. Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't get into a shit talk with these.
1: <laughs> I stopped doing it because it was so draining. So I was like, now it never
0: stopped though. Cause it somebody, never like,
1: stopped. Somebody, you,
2: else? you clap back and it's my, come <laughs> back and you clap back. It's like,
1: never at it. what
2: point does it end? Like, it, again, like it takes a person, you know, 0.2 seconds to say something negative, when they can say something positive in those 0.2 seconds, but they choose to be negative and it makes no sense to me why they, why they like that.
0: I, I even, I even took, like, I started reading a lot of stuff on like your mental health. Cause I, I deal with anxiety and depression. I'm a suicide survivor for like 10 plus years now. And I've done my best to get all the negativity out of my life. So, like, that's even on my posts and everything now. I don't, I've, I've only got, like, 200,000 followers on my shit or whatever. So nothing like y'all assholes. But, uh, but <laughs> people come in there with negative stuff, and I just I quit reading my comment section. I, yeah. I, I, hate, I hate it for the people that put stuff that, not, that are right. nice on there. But I can almost never remember a nice comment. But a negative comment I will remember for days.
1: Yeah. It sucks that it's like that. It does. It really is like that. I'm I'm good. I'm I think I've gotten to a place, but like you said, like with the mental health, like I had to step back and I had to work, like make sure I was good. And now I can go in there and I can see them and they don't bother me. Um or I'll make like a funny response back because I still have to be like sarcastic. I can't get rid of that. That's me. You know I'm just like-
0: I'm I'm the same way. I just instead of posting it now, I do it in my head.
1: Oh that's because- because
0: i feel like some people like I, want
1: the um,
0: yeah they just want they want you to share their stuff for one reason or another they think that they're right. going to blow up off of it or they think that they're going to get some type of attention mm. or whatever it, i just i don't have this is not point. in me yeah i don't want to be that person no more i want to <laughs> put like positivity out into the fucking world cuz that's all you see on social media now it's just bullshit after bullshit hate after hate and it's a lot of ignorance disguised or racism disguised as ignorance. I mean, it's just a bunch of undercover bullshit. And I just I don't want it no more. <laughs>
1: don't <blame> green,
0: you. <laughs> green, green. I'm I'm very smart. I don't look like it. Trust me, I know. You are, you are very
1: you. smart. I enjoyed our last conversation.
0: I did. The only thing that like when we started getting to the feminism thing. Yeah, I I'm I mean, I was, don't. I'm not doing it with you. Mm-mm. No, I like you too much. <laughs> and plus like i said i'm not i'm I'm scared feminists
1: are one thing all they want is the quality right they want to be equal. i disagree a hundred percent with feminists because i think women are so much more superior than men in so many ways
0: of course you do (laughs) what the fuck i didn't realize that that's how that
1: was gonna go (laughs) yeah
0: I should have looked at you and knew how that was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I stuck my own fucking foot in my mouth there.
1: Yep. Future is female, just so you know.
0: See, mm-hmm. I have a daughter, though, so half of me is cool with that. Like, my best friend Hi. in the world is nine years old. She's a little Viking oh. queen. She's a badass. And I I want her to be that way. Like, yeah. you know, I, I do. But at the same time, it's like, I still just want everybody to be equal. <laughs> But I honestly don't think we live in a I don't I don't think we live in a society or a world where everybody's gonna be equal ever That's anyway. That's
1: never gonna be a thing.
0: So why not? I don't think I can have boys anyway. So fuck yeah, future is female. There
1: you <laughs> That's go. all he makes is boys.
0: I'm sorry, sir. Hey, after I had my daughter though, I really don't think I used to always want a little boy. I don't think I want one now. Cause I That's see not yeah, I, I, I've seen all my friends who have boys, and they're disgusting.
1: They're so gross. They're so, so, so gross. Oh, <laughs> I'm sure they
0: are. Like, I can't, I can't teach a, a curveball or a four-seam fastball <laughs> to my daughter. She, she plays like softball, you? but it's a completely different style. But at the same time, it's like, I've seen some of these kids. And it's they're like, you know what? I'm good. They're I'm nasty. Good. They're
1: disgusting. I made a video of things like I never fish. thought I would have to say. And one was no, you can't eat the raw fish you caught out of the pond just now. Don't catch don't you can't catch the alligator. They're in the backyard trying to catch an alligator.
0: Oh, uh, but we're still stupid here in the south. Though we still try to do that. We don't ever grow, we don't grow out that phase. It's like oh, oh yeah. we we see an animal. I don't hunt. Like I'm not a hunter. And uh, same thing. Like, I'm very different than a lot of people in the south. Like I just it's not that I don't like it. Is I don't have the attention span for one. Uh, I also I like a lot of Native American stuff and I'm not going to eat every part of an animal that I kill. So I don't see the need in killing it. Exactly. Like I'm not going to use everything from this animal, but I I can go to Walmart or a farmer's market and buy what I want. So hopefully the person that did kill that animal, they used it the way they were supposed to. I won't.
1: No, me neither. Me either. What's the grossest thing you ever ate an animal?
0: Oh, oxtail what oxtail what like like shit <laughs> <laughs> i have i have a see i like soul food i'd barely ever go to a white owned restaurant i do not do it i think i think that black folk, i can cook you you look like you got some spice to you though like if i saw you in the yeah, kitchen wow. i'd be okay <laughs> uh, if i <laughs> If I saw you in the kitchen, I'd be okay with
1: it. Okay, thank you.
0: Okay, if I, you'd be fine. But there is like, there's not me and my daughter. We made a funny video the other day, and it's uh, we try to support everybody's business, like in the county we live in and the little area. Uh, even my daughter is like popular now on social media. Like, I don't let her have her own stuff because she's 10, but people see her, know her, know the studio, and everything's named after her. So, like, we try to go to everybody's business. Well, like last month we caught shit from this business owner who's been in business for like 30 years here. And he's like, how come y'all don't ever come here and post anything on social media about our restaurant? And, but you're always posting it like this place called Shell Seafood. And I was like, please don't make me answer this. Like <laughs> your, your food's not bad, but it's bland as shit. Like I just don't like." I <laughs> I like to fucking sweat when I eat from all the spice. I love
1: spice. Yes. Yeah.
0: So we not like it as
1: spicy as me.
0: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I do like spices, but not I like spicy, but spicy. I like spicy Yeah, I like to sweat when I eat.
1: It's <laughs> a little too far.
0: <laughs> well, well, I'm bald headed. So, well, I don't know. You are too. But uh, it's even a little bit of spice with my Caucasian ass, though. Just a little bit gets me pouring. It don't have to be a whole lot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. It's a
0: Caucasian in me. Yeah. Half yeah. Just hard to get rid of that that bland side <laughs> of us.
1: Get rid of that. Yeah.
0: I try to. Um, I do gotta commend y'all on something though. Like one of my favorite things when I watch your videos is the how good of parents y'all are. Like uh, that, that's one thing that uh I didn't, like I said, didn't really go into that much with you in our first show yeah. because I just didn't. I always try my best that when I'm having somebody on the show and I don't know who they are to not look at their social media beforehand because I want to get to know you because a lot of people put on shows on social media. They're them, but they're them turned all the way up. Yeah. You and y'all's youngins are the cutest fucking thing to me. Aw. Thank you. They're the sweetest. We got we
1: got some good ones. Yeah. We got lucky. They're all well, really, really good.
0: If you want a bad one, I'll be more than happy to let y'all hang out with Gracie Terry for a day. <laughs>
1: She's she a terrorist? She no, she's,
0: she's actually – what's bad is she's perfect. I talk shit about her because she Aww. gets on my nerves.
1: Yeah, that's how I am with Kobe.
0: Yeah, I mean, she gets on my nerves like – no, but she's got my attitude and she's mm-hmm. got my personality. So it's like, I really can't get mad at you about this, but at the same time, I kind of want to punch you in the face. <laughs>
1: that's how I feel about Kobe. She's like a little mini-me.
0: You, <laughs> you got your hands full. She is. Smart. <laughs> you were going – You're going to be in so much trouble by the time that girl's old enough to operate her own social media.
1: (laughs) But she's so cool. Yeah. Like, she's going to have everything and just be able to, like, tell people whatever she feels inside.
2: She's probably the only four-year-old that actually knows her own self at four.
1: Right? (laughs) She's very, very emotionally mature and, like, yeah, in tune. That's the word. Yeah. In tune with herself. Like, she knows what she wants how to get it and just all about how she feels and it's insane she's very very mature for her age
0: she'll uh, be a she'll be one of those childhood stars you're, you're gonna have a kid on your hands by the time that she's 10 or 12 that's been in <laughs> movies or something she'll, yeah. she she'll be have done something special by a very early age
1: a personality for it that's all she tells me like well right now it's she just wants to be uh, like one of the kids on YouTube like showing her lights. I don't know, but we're on Amazon. So she actually does lives with me on Amazon live, showing her toys and different things and companies have already started reaching out for her. They want her to show the toys on Amazon. So she's kind of already like got everything that she always wanted. Just not YouTube yet, Amazon, but she'll get on there and she'll show her toys and how they work and just talk and talk and talk (laughs) It's so awesome.
0: <laughs> I don't under Gracie watches a bunch of like those uh what are they, Twitch streams where they play with the toys or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't, and it is the weirdest thing so weird. in the world right. to it's me. Is it on Twitch now too. They did it did on Twitch like IRL. I don't. I don't even have a Twitch. My daughter says Twitch to me all the time. Like I'm supposed. Oh. to, I don't even know what it is.
2: <laughs> it was basically it was a, it was designed as a gaming platform, so it's a streaming platform for, for gamers, right? Gamers are able to like stream their games there live while they're playing it, right? We can tune in. Um, you can donate live, you know, you can add subscriptions. They make a shit ton of money. These guys are making a killing. I mean, you're talking hundreds of thousands of dollars a month, right? And then that content they take, that content they do, and then they throw that on their YouTube with no editing at all. And then they're getting killing from the YouTube. They're getting revenue from the monetization from YouTube. So I didn't know they do the opening toys on Twitch either. That makes that's that's interesting because I do watch Twitch during the day a lot. I watch some streamers play.
1: He's a I didn't know,
2: I didn't know kids actually are
0: on Twitch. I do yeah. it. They might not be. I just think that's what she told me.
1: <laughs> he got excited. I, no,
0: no, no. He did. I like when people go. Whenever somebody, you can tell somebody's passionate about something because yes. they get like, they sit up straight. They Yay. get all into that. It's on I was like, okay, I found it. I found my. I found yeah, he's my a big old I'm a nerd. little bit of a nerd. I'm yeah, talking, yeah. I, I'm a nerd, just not about that. Like anything to do with comic books or history, I, I love. Uh, See, I'm the gaming side because I'm in t- I'm in IT
2: and technology, so I'm on the
0: gaming side i
1: think so. I like the human mind. I'm a big oh, nerd. Y'all right. did.
0: See, it like stuff like that. Y'all just don't even seem like you're compatible, but you so are. <laughs> it works. <laughs> it works. Like, I, it works. I bet though that when y'all argue, if you argue, I'm not saying you do, I don't know if you do or not. If y'all argue, it is hell.
1: No. No, it's really it's not. Really? really? Yeah, no. Well, one, I'm not like I seem like a type that's I am argumentative.
0: I was fixing this
1: that's not, that's not in question. Uh, but if like, he's actually upset with me, like with him, nobody else gets this side of me, but like with him, then I just get really like sad. I'm like, okay, well, what do I need to do to fix it? And that's just. See my
2: past relationships. I always internalize a lot of things. I just, I just let it, it wouldn't say anything, right. I just let it build up build up, build up build up build up. So I'm working more with her to be able to, Hey, I'm having an issue. With something, but you just never had an issue except for white towels, they're white again. <laughs> we she, white
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> She we had an argument. Our first argument was about white towels never being white again after you wash them.
1: He got mad because I kept wiping my makeup on the white towels, and he was like, Stop wiping your makeup on the white towels. I said, It doesn't even matter because when you wash a white towel, it's not white anymore. <laughs> He's like, That doesn't make any sense. And I was like, It's never the same shade of white again, so why does it matter? <laughs> and he which is, I mean, very foot down, it absolutely is white again. And I was like, no, it's not. And that was our biggest argument so far.
0: I hate you too. <laughs> that was it, man. That, I just want to tell you, I am so pissed right now that that was your biggest argument.
1: Biggest <laughs> argument. Oh, Otherwise, my God. It's a miscommunication. Yeah, she, yeah. And then he'll, he'll be like, oh, well, I thought, you know, you meant it like this. And I was like, no, in my head, it was this. And he was like, oh, my bad. And then we're done. she say,
2: she's sorry. And I'll say, I'm sorry. And then it's <laughs> oh, over. We're, we're done. Good. Move on. It's,
0: it's I, been- I have nothing for you too. That is nothing like my life. I, I wish that that was the arguments that I had with the women around me. <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. I wish that that was the argument. Uh, it's how long? Old-
2: very. It's very different. Like she's very, very easy going with her. Like it's, hey, I'm gonna go do this. Okay, cool. I'm going. It was. It's never. It was never like that in the past with my in my past relationship. It was very very controlling. So like I was always almost like scared to ask for permission to do things, which I don't even know why I didn't ask for permission to do something, but like it was on that line. So with her, I'm like, hey, I'm going to go run and play some football. tonight." Like, all right, cool. See you later.
1: <laughs> and after
2: I got to play football, I would expect to have like 18,000 calls. And she didn't even call me. I'm like, this is weird. Why did she not call? I don't understand this. Usually my phone has been ringing for like three hours. and I have- Did it I pay
0: no the phone bill? <laughs> like. She had no calls or nothing. It was great. I, like, I one thing – That I think whenever the day I actually settle down and find a person that I like, I've been saying something for years that men are always better to women when like, not necessarily trust us, but if you do more for me as far as like mentally goes, like not calling me 500 times just to talk to me while you know I'm doing something, then I'm probably going to in return, going to be way nicer to you. Like if you're nice to me without me asking you to be nice to me, then I'm going to be so good to you. But if you go full (laughs) psychopath, I'm, I'm probably just leaving.
1: <laughs> I would hope so.
0: I am too old now for it. Like a couple exactly. years a couple right. years ago. Right. A couple years ago, I believed that you could love somebody enough that they changed.
1: Yes, I and,
0: too. and you know what? It doesn't happen. It it does not happen. Nobody is going once you get to a certain point of your life, you are set in your ways and you're not they're not gonna ever change.
1: The you only know? way you can get change a person is if you have a person who wants to change. It's that person. You can't make anyone do anything, but that's the controlling mindset. If you go into a relationship thinking that you can make somebody do something, it's going to end because that you start doing the control stuff, the calling, and all that. And I don't, I I don't have time. I'm a very busy woman. Yeah, I just done. Come home when you're done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, that's how it is. It's great. (laughs) I, I I just don't get it with people. They're like, you fell in love with someone because of the way that they are, but then when you get them, you want to change them. And it seems like
1: you know, they fell in love with the way they are in their mind. They fell in love yeah. with the idea of yeah. them, their the, perspective of them, whatever that may be. And a lot of people fall in love. So fat, not saying we didn't, we did people fall in love really fast, but they fall in love with the version that version shows them and they don't know all the rest. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it takes a long time to really get to know somebody we've gotten lucky. This is luck.
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not luck. That's the universe.
1: Yeah, we've been
2: through so much. We know what we don't want and we know what we want, right?
1: I think we also are able to see the red flags at this point. Like you can see them, but we ignore them for so long, especially when we're younger. We don't really know how those go.
0: How long did y'all date before you moved in together?
1: We started dating in like December um, and I was moved in by April. Well,
0: that would be quick for me, but how did y'all know? How did you know it was the right decision for both of you?
1: I knew the moment I met him, he was the one. I didn't think he liked me though, but I knew it was gonna work out when I looked at him on like our first real. So basically, we met on TikTok, right? It took me, we ended up in Atlanta. We talked for like a couple weeks. Actually, I should you just want me to tell you this story because I don't know if I've ever told it on a podcast.
0: Go. Roll, right <laughs> okay. roll with it. Hey, roll it.
1: Story of Kelsey and Curtis. Okay, first things first. I saw them. So him and his best friend, Michael, I saw them back in, I think when TikTok, we all got on TikTok around April, whatever. I saw them, I think in like May, they were doing like a father son thing. They've tricked the whole world into thinking they were father and son. I remember writing on Michael's page on their video and saying, I'll take the dad, but neither one followed me back. Or we had
2: no idea what we're doing. We had no clue. Neither followed me was. back.
1: That like, didn't even exist. So I I unfollowed him. I was like, screw these boys. Rude. Don't see (laughs) me. You don't see me. So I unfollowed him. And so then I posted a TikTok in July and I'm walking out of my mom's house in like a green bikini. And it says when the family disappointment show up to the party and I like smash a white claw on my head and then I'm chugging one and just walk it there. He saw that and he was like, she's the one. That's the one. That's it. That was it for him right there. Well, and actually his friend last night told me that he was talking about me back then. Like he's known about me since then. He used He's talk about me all the time. I didn't know who he was because I had to forget him because he didn't follow me back. So <laughs> <laughs> erase that from my memory. I didn't know who he was, uh, but I started dating someone else and he was like, why are you doing that? That's weird. Uh, so he never made his move, but he followed me, but I didn't follow him back. Um, and then in November, I finally followed him back because everybody, I had, it got out of a bad relationship. So everyone was making like a TikTok bachelorette. And so everyone's comment throwing men at me left and right. Let me men were being thrown left and right at me. And they all wanted to take me on a date. It was a really fun two weeks. Uh, a lot was going on, but I followed him back because they tagged him and he made a video about it. Like, about time I followed him back or whatever. It was, like, some video. It
2: was the queen. Oh, I got all three of the girls in the queen team. No, At that was
1: later. That's not this one. Huh? That was later. Was, this oh, is a different was, video. Was it was just one. to me because I Who followed it like, back. looks
2: like things can get pretty serious. Yeah, yeah that, that one. It was a green screen. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I got drug in the comments. I mean, the most hateful <laughs> comment section I have ever seen in my life. And they were like, I'm drunk. No, stay away. She's terrible. She's horrible. I mean, drug me in the comments. So then he never, I thought he was going to like message me. He never messaged me like nothing. so I was like, well, I guess he's believing what these people say. And he's not going to hit me up. Whatever. I move on. Well, it's like two weeks after he posts that. And then he DMs me, but he tries to sell me ketones. (laughs) <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> like, this the weirdest th- ever. And then he was like, "Oh, and by the way, it's me sliding in your DM." So I was like, "Okay, thank you. About time. Here's my number. Text me. Let's go. So this is taking long enough." So then he texts me. We talked, but he was so short. He sucks at texting. So I didn't think he even liked me. Cuz I'm
0: old, I'm 40. But he like, I'm, "I'm the same way. I cannot text a conversation." i would the call, or rather pick the phone, and talk to you. <laughs> Yeah, well, My fingers don't work like that.
1: Well, he literally starts out the conversation said, what happened with you and your ex? I want to know everything. <laughs> and so I was like, all right. So I send back this paragraph. I mean, like the book, the longest book, because I'm feeling like I have to like defend myself to really explain the whole situation. He writes back, okay. <laughs> I wrote a whole book and this man wrote back, okay. And I was like, okay, he's just not interested. There's no way this dude's interested at all. Well, then I was had to go to Thanksgiving in Atlanta. And he was in Thanksgiving in Atlanta or in Atlanta for Thanksgiving with his mom. And I was visiting my brother. So the internet had told him where I was and vice versa. Everyone knew where we were, but us. Um, So he ends up texting me and he was like, hey, you're going to be in Atlanta. And I was like, yeah. He's like, can I take you on a date? Yeah. I had already set up another date. I had plenty of dates while I was down there. (laughs) I was very public about my dating. Um, And then he texted and said he wanted to do a group date. So again, I'm like, this dude does not like me. We go on this group day. We had so much fun. It was so much fun. It took me to eat first. And I realized he might like me. Then we went to top golf. Mm-hmm. And then we went to a club where he kissed me. And I was like, okay, he likes me. So then the next day I was like, I'm just like a little girl, you know, like a little butterflies can't shut up. Yeah. And I thought I ruined it because I was texting too much and he was still so short. So I was like, I give up. He doesn't like me. And then it was the next night he had had asked if Kobe, or it was something like me and my daughter hadn't eaten. He was on live making food. And I was like, you should invite me over because I need food. He was like, I didn't know you were still here, blah, blah, blah. Well, my food ended up not getting delivered from DoorDash. So I texted him. I was like, I hate this city because they didn't even deliver me my baby's food. So he was like, oh my gosh, no problem. He calls me and he's like, I'm going to bring you guys food. And I was like 30 minutes away. He drove and got me and my daughter Chick-fil-A and then dropped it off to us and then went out and then asked to come back over and came over and we stayed up till like 6 a.m. just talking on the couch to make an a little bit, a little touchy, but that was it. (laughs) That was it. (laughs) And then we just started talking. So it was long distance because I was in Indiana, he's in South Carolina. So then every day after that, he called me and talked to me like an hour every night. It still took me like three weeks to realize he liked me. I would text my friends. I was like, I can't tell if he likes me. We talk every night though for hours, but I can't tell if he likes me. Mm They're like, girl, he likes you. And I was like, we'll see. Well, then we ended up planning our first trip together. It was New Year's Eve. We took our kids to a cabin for the weekend. That was like our first (laughs) date. I think
0: that's perfect though. I think that's perfect.
1: Yeah. Well, I looked at him and we talked the first night there and I was like, or he was like, I don't want to date anyone else. Like I kind of like, we don't have to be official. We don't have to tell the world. We're like, I don't like, I'm just going to focus on you. And I was like, okay, great. But then we made a TikTok telling the world. <laughs> so then the next night I was like, just so you know, you're my boyfriend. Like, <laughs> I hope it's not a question at this point. And then I was like, uh, what was it, like a month later? I was like, just so you know, I'm moving in. And then he went to Japan and I moved in while he was out of the country. And then in May, I said, I want you to buy me a ring and buy, buy me a ring. I'm going to buy it right now. And get Vimo. Venmo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't I don't know if you're the perfect woman or the worst woman. I, I love how upfront you are and how because most of us men, that's all we want. We just want a woman to tell us what they want. I mean, that's it. Like, I don't want to sit here and question your feelings or whatever. I don't want to play games. I just want you to say it. But if you told me I want a ring and I'm gonna buy it now and you can just Venmo me for it, I probably would have had to pump the brakes. <laughs> I probably would have been like. Uh, okay. Um, uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, think, I think. I it's was good. the one. I, think, I knew it's, it was safe. <laughs> no, I think, I think it's cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a helpless romantic anyway. So like, I feel like when you hear people's stories like y'all's, it, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you happy. It kind of just like reinforces <laughs> that idea that there is okay. somebody for everybody, everybody, but everybody's wrong for you till you find that one person. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's I funny. really didn't
1: think it was a thing until it happened. And like with everything I had been through, but I was gonna keep trying. I did keep saying that. It's like at the end of the day, it's not gonna come unless I I know what I want, and I put that energy out into the world. And so I worked very hard on myself.
0: What about fun. you? What about you, Curtis? How how was it like for you, right there at the beginning with the date and all that? From your side of it, what was it like?
2: I mean, it was it was great. Like again, I was like, she's she's a very misunderstood woman, right? When it comes to when it comes to the grand scheme of things, very misunderstood. And the first time I saw her and the first time I talked to her, I completely got the sense of him. I got it. I got it, right? <laughs> and you get to the point where you, I mean, I, I was single. I did my thing. I had my fun running the streets. But it gets old after a while, right? It gets old. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> not knowing if you're going to be able to take somebody home at one night, you know, one night. Or you're going home by yourself half the night. You know, it's like, it's just, and then going out and having to play the game. It was like, I'm, I'm done. I'm good. It's too much, you know? So, like. I wanted to start dating somebody. Um, I wanted to start a family, especially because she has a daughter. And I don't have a daughter, so I, it gives me an opportunity also to, like, to raise a daughter, right? Not that she's not my daughter, but raise a girl, per se. Um, she has her dad. I, I completely understand it. But I just want to be show her there are positive male role models in the world. And this is how I treat my kids is how I'm going to treat you too, right? So, like, that for me was, was one of the biggest things, being able to kind of, like, raise a little girl. I don't have a girl, so he just
1: wanted me for my kid
0: <laughs> you hit the fucking jackpot dude y'all, y'all both hit the jack this is stupid i hate it,
2: <laughs> but it i mean like i said it's 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 various i work we're huge on love languages like i know i know where i messed up my previous relationship with my ex wife i know where i screwed up i know where i fucked up i told her that and i've told her that and i'm doing the things that she loves to her and she's doing things that i love for me and it's working out great like, that had, was one
1: of the first things he's asked me. What are your love languages? I need to know now. I'm like, oh my
2: god, because it's it's huge. Like we have we have inner, in, inert out. things in us that we that we want from someone else, right? I I'm I'm acts of service. Like I love acts of service, and that's what I do. Like she said, I drove thirty minutes to get her Chick Fil A. I would have done it for anybody because I'm an acts of service person. That's what that's what take I take that away from me. <laughs> I'm just saying, doing things for people. Yes. So like, she knows it's huge to do things. So she does things. And it's, what's mine? Oh, everything, all of them, except for gifts. She's not really gifts.
1: I'm not a gift. Uh, so
2: like, where's affirmation? Physical touch for sure. So what do um, you have to do every e, day? Quality e time. Not to tell she's beautiful every day. <laughs> or she'll come. Or she. Or like she said, or she'll come to the door and she'll peek. She's like, you, tell me I was pretty today.
1: <laughs> I was like,
2: bitch, it is nine o'clock in the morning. We just woke up. I just took a poop.
1: Hurry up! Chill. Time is a (laughs) wasting.
0: So yeah, again, it's yeah. That's that's my that's my take. (laughs) Y'all two are fucking a match. Like I mean, you you, like there's some people I look at. I've had people on my show that are couples, uh, and like always telling their stories and stuff. Um, My friend Brianna and Jimmy, they 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 they're they're the same way. But y'all two are like them turned up to (laughs) ten. Like it's just the way you even like banter and back and like bounce off of one another. Like it'll be where's Kelsey and Curtis at in ten years from now? They're still together, aggravating the shit out of each other. (laughs) Like it's it's easy to see, but like the good aggravating.
1: Yeah, oh no, it's fun. We enjoy it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is. Do y'all have any uh, like plans as far as honeymoon or anything going? Or, or I know y'all just are doing whatever for the ceremony. But is there anything special that y'all plan on doing here soon?
1: We want to go, we have like a list of places we want to go. It's hard cuz he has 50/50 custody. It's so like I have sole custody of Kobe, but she goes to Indiana a total of like 7 weeks out of the year right now. He has his kids every other week. So like some of the places we want to go, we're talking like 2-day travel on each end, so like 4 of the days week, so we can't really go cuz we have to be back for the kids so like we we're trying to plan something near we went to mexico and we liked that but we might do like a punta cana or something next yeah, year some,
2: some short flight maybe like a day a day yeah it has or, to be like
1: short travel otherwise we, have, we would love
2: to like, have been going, have been gone before. Before.
1: oh yeah we almost jumped a plane this just week. The
2: plane this week and just, <laughs> just flew somewhere <laughs> we
1: were done but covid
2: covid is restricting a lot of travel too yeah. so that sucks like if covid didn't
0: exist and my schedule wasn't like it was We'd Again, last week we've probably been in Thailand or Greece or something like yeah. that for the week. Yeah. If if I wasn't scared to go on a plane, I would be going somewhere all the time.
1: Scaredy on a plane?
0: Really? I am a bitch, a big <laughs> scaredy cat. I am telling you. I, oh, you I can't can work on that. I know. I had I, I had got an offer to go out to Texas like a couple days ago and do uh just do some events, like host some events and everything. And they were paying for travel and all this kind of stuff. And I had to turn people down like all the time. Because I'm not going to drive that far for a, a two-day event, but I'm scared shitless of it.
1: There ain't nothing to be scared of. You have a higher chance of getting struck by lightning than that's anything happened on that plane.
0: That's what they say, but my anxiety. Like, <laughs> I, I need someone to give me about two or three Xanaxes, some alcohol, right, and yeah. then drag my fat ass onto that plane and drag <laughs> it off. What's the last time you flown? I haven't.
1: Never. Ever. Oh, my God. Oh wow. I will say the last time I flew – was a It was a scary one because we literally flew through like a tornado. I'm like, that's, what we what you,
0: that? that's what you tell the guy that's scared to get on planes. <laughs> we <laughs> made that, it. It said, oh, by we the way, made the last
1: Everything <laughs> was fine. We made, <laughs> my daughter is on that one. Like, wait, we'll tell you this. So she's four. I mean, she's four. She was five seats up ahead of me with my cousin. They had a separate, like separated. I don't know. I was in the back. And I was literally in tears because, one, she's up there. I kept thinking about Kobe Bryant and the helicopter. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, my head was doing all kinds of terrible things up in that air because it was so bad. We get off the plane and I was like, "Honey, were you scared?" And she said, "Of what? I'm not scared. I'm angry because they wouldn't let me get up to pee, and I needed to pee, and I didn't understand why they wouldn't just let me pee." And that's all she cared about. She uh, didn't. I mean, this plane was all over the place, and she was like, "The audacity to not let me get up and pee." <laughs> she didn't care about nothing else.
0: Well, but, I bet uh, you gonna have to buy her a full tiara a castle, everything, by the time that is 15 years
1: old. Oh, and she, I, hey, my <laughs>
2: house is full of toys. I mean, I got a play kitchen downstairs, got a play kitchen upstairs. I'm waiting for a play kitchen to go to my bedroom.
1: <laughs> she she gets what she wants. <laughs> but I feel like she's been through so much, and she is such a good kid, that I will I will give her whatever she wants as long as she is being... Her sweet little perfect self through everything. She deserves it. She learned it in my mind.
0: Do uh do the other parents co-parent well with y'all? Who <laughs> is that? A hot topic. If that's touchy, we can go somewhere
1: else. That's <laughs> fine. I mean, with mine, obviously, I don't really talk to him. Yeah. Um. After um, so most people, I've I've talked on a couple podcasts about the domestic violence, but. That was my eight year long relationship where I was physically, mentally, emotionally abused very terribly. Um, We're talking busted lips, black eyes, broken elbow, Mm -hmm. uh, unconscious, I don't know how many times. I went to jail one of the times. So on my record, I actually have disorderly conduct, but the girls above his old apartment called because they feared for my life. They could hear him physically attacking me, um, called the police. And when the police came in, I didn't say anything. I wouldn't say what happened. So they put me in handcuffs. Yeah, and they put battery on a cop on mine. That one got dropped because that was like, no, I didn't. feel like I should have with how mean they were to me. They threw me into a wall because I was asking questions. I was like, what? Why are you here? I knew damn well why they were there. My dumb ass. Why are you here? What did we do? And they threw me into the wall, which I mean, looking back, I'm like, I should have just said something you know
0: yeah
1: but i was in a trauma bond type of relationship and it was my priority to protect him for some it's all a big hot mess but that was my uh, he's my product of my domestic violence surviving story so um i did have protective orders for a really long time uh, so he actually could not communicate with me at all we would go through his parents and now I don't have the protective order anymore, but we still just prefer that. He knows how public I, I speak on obviously my situation now very publicly, so he's not a huge fan of me. But I will say, he doesn't speak bad about me in front of my child. I've never heard anything like that. She doesn't seem to know any sort of difference in anything. so I know like she's she's taken care of up there with his family and he isn't, you know being a bad father. In a sense, he does still go to jail for beating up women frequently. So he's on house arrest right now. And to see her, he has to um, be supervised by his parents for the next two years. Um, but so me and him don't really talk. Um, he was on the phone the other day. And like, she's not feeling good. So like telling me how she's feeling. And he's he's pretty civil at this point with me. But we really don't We
0: don't try to communicate through each other. I don't know if you
1: want to talk about yours. I'm
0: probably just going to plead this. That's fine. That's fine. I just, I don't know. I I have a situation. I have another daughter in Alabama. Me and her mother hate each other. Like, we hate each other. And there was never any domestic violence or anything like that. It was just a very bad time in both of our lives. Like, it it was just real rough for both of us. We were kind of kids, but kind of not that phase between an adult and a child or whatever. And uh we still like we still battle with custody and, and stuff like that and everything. And it is it's uh, she Lila will be seven in March of next year, and it's just it's just weird, and it's always good to see, which I didn't know. I knew some of the backstory on it because I listened to uh to Gabrielle. I was on Gabrielle's yeah. show before you was, okay. and I love Gabby. Gabby That's was it. she's just a fucking sweetheart, wow. I think the world of her, and so when you did her show, I listened and I was like, okay, because I grew up in a house with domestic violence and I am someone who, if I have put myself in situations I didn't need to be in because I would see a man put his hands on a woman and then I would try to be Robin hood. And then I'd end up getting cussed out by the woman after the fact, you know, like, like a jackass. So I'm, I'm always very, I don't know. I get, I hate that shit. Like I hate it. And I didn't really know a lot about it, but, I just – I like the fact that he gets to still see his daughter, even yeah. that it's not – you know, you probably hate him or however you feel yeah. about him. But you haven't took his child away from him, even though some probably would might say he deserved it, you know?
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, she doesn't know any different. Yeah. Never – the only part that confuses her is when he's in and out. And he's in and out because he goes to jail or he can't see her because he beat up somebody. You know what I mean? But, like, she doesn't know that. And right now she doesn't need to know that. I have always said once she starts asking questions, I'll give her the answers. I'm never going to lie to her. Um, So we'll see how that goes over later. But as of right now, like she has a healthy relationship with him and I wouldn't want, that's what I I say, what I call it is like, my trauma is not her burden to bear. I hate that man. (laughs) But I also, it's weird. So like, yes, I hate him. I hate him for everything he did to me and put me through, but he also gave me, Something that is life changing, like I couldn't live without her. So he gave. It's it's the weirdest feeling. You know what so, I mean? And no, I, like, I get it. Because if I didn't have this story to tell, I wouldn't be helping so many other women. And it took me going through it to be able to to help. So no, I like,
0: get a blessing it. Blessing and a curse. Yeah, <laughs> hey, same thing. I was helping this girl get through uh, the last year of Aryan school. And she was living with me, and we had been dating for a long time. And uh, I had called her cheating. And when I called her cheating, I was like, You got to go. Like, I'm not, I'm not about this life. No, thank you. Well, as she's moved out for like a month, turns out she's pregnant. And then I'm like, Oh shit, like come on back because I want to do <laughs> what I'm supposed to do
1: yeah. and uh,
0: tried to make it right. Well, then while she was pregnant, she was cheating again. She's a class act. And uh, anyway do what
1: while she was pregnant
0: while she was pregnant why she
1: was pregnant
0: the guy who she cheated on me with while she was pregnant called me because he said he found out the next day that she was pregnant somebody else told him and he was like i am so sorry i had no idea i'm never going to speak to her again i i didn't know she was living with you like all this stuff and I, mm-hmm. and I and I was like, all right, look, I don't care what the fuck you are or, what, or if you have my kid. If you're going to do that now, you guys to go. Like, I'd go yeah. looking back. And no. she made me out to be the worst person alive that I told her while she was pregnant that I was kicking her out of the house. And if you hear without hearing the rest of the story that a guy kicked out a pregnant lady.
1: Yeah.
0: It, oh, I sound like <laughs> shit. I, I sound like it took. It took years before her friends and everybody got the whole story because she ended up showing like her true colors by just yeah. being ugly to everybody. I mean, it always comes out.
1: It always comes.
0: Out. It, it, but you being able still to allow that to happen, I, I envy that because I have reached. I've offered a trip to Disney World, me and my daughter and um, the one that I'm really close with. We went to Disney World last year, and I messaged my other uh, child's mother. And was like, "Hey, I will pay for you, your husband, and Lila to go with us to Disney World for four days. I will pay every bit of it. Your food, everything's covered. Just come." No response, no nothing. I, I, I just don't. I don't know her deal. So I don't them, get that. them, living in another state, the whole custody agreement and everything yeah. is just a, it's hard. Yeah. So I just I like seeing people work together. I guess is what I'm saying. There's, there's people that are in way worse situations than I am. And uh, way worse than y'all. And it's just like, you know what? We, we ain't got it that bad. It sucks. It we sucks.
2: Choose, we choose to make it about ourselves, not about our kids, right? Yeah. That's yeah. A, or like it should just be about the kids, about the kid. regardless of anything else. But we can't seem to get out of our own way, out of our own head, out of our own situation. And it, and it's just damaging to, to everybody at the end of the day. It sucks. You know, I'm not going to talk much about my situation, but my my custody is 50 50 split. Um, I just really have a hard time communi- communicating with her about my kids it's always something, something else. else it's never just about the kids so that's that's the biggest thing um that's the biggest hurdle if it was uh, just about the kids, it'd be great and i'd be apt to do like what well, she doesn't realize i'd be apt to do so much more for or try to help out in, in situations it's hard but, to want
1: to help somebody who is very mean and hateful and it's like you can't be mean and hateful to somebody yeah. and then ask for stuff yeah yeah. <laughs> I'll <get it> <laughs> right. I know.
0: I know what you mean, dude. I, I, but it's I like it
1: sucks because, like, you want to help. You want to because it's for the kids. Yeah. But then it's like, so like a lot of like a lot of times, I think right now is we're working on sucking up the pride. Like, even if she has been mean or hateful or did something, like, we if we are still truly putting the kids first, we're going to show compassion no matter what. It's very hard. I've talked a little bit about like I try not to speak on it to it but she she does not like me she hates me
0: I understand it though there's there would you there's no way I'd want to be your ex or curtis's ex because dealing <laughs> with you it's like it's polarizing it's so yeah fu- and you being as intelligent and witty as you are there's no winning but she, had, but she, but again, in her, in her situation, she has she has every right to be
2: as mean as nasty as she wants to in her situation. But she chooses not to, even though what she's been through—that's the crazy part about it, right? If you think about it, what she's been through, what she's been through with her ex,
0: and she cho- she
2: still chooses to be nice. Like, see, come,
0: on. come see, on. I was I, I was date, I was dating this girl like three years ago, and I thought like I had found somebody that was going to be in my one and all this stuff. Well, when I did. I messed up and I kind of I neglected the feelings of my daughter's mother, the one that I have a good relationship with. And same thing you were saying, a while I go Curtis is, this woman she's not Gracie's mother is not a bad woman. I think she's a saint for putting up with all my shit for 15 years. Like I think she is a saint, but she's just mean. She yeah. is she is just mean. She's a she's a sweetheart to everybody else in the world but me. Um But she'll. I neglected her for so long and not putting them first. When I got broke up with by this person I thought was going to be the one, I realized that I wasn't doing what I should have been towards her. I shouldn't have been mouthing off the way that I was. I should have been, even when she was being mean, I should have tried to keep it civil. That way we had a good relationship for Gracie. And it took me forever to uh, why, start why by you were my time. While why we were you were separate? while were separated? Why we were separated. Oh, it was after right. the fact. Like, right. I had to learn by being ugly to them, it doesn't do anything but make it worse. It's almost like they want it. And sometimes I those guys keep my mouth shut. Then mm-hmm. it sucks.
1: He doesn't ever respond. So he <laughs>
2: because it doesn't work right if i respond exactly. if i go it goes into something else if i respond again it goes into something else it just doesn't stop so on in order to stop i have to just not respond or not engage
1: but it's very hard i mean i because like you said the mean the mean and so you want to say something back because someone is so mean but he really doesn't say anything back and still gets the mean <laughs> but she did tell me one time which i thought was very big of her to admit that it's hard for her to see him love me the way he does because that's all she ever wanted. So she has openly been at that. So a lot of times I think it's just hurt like with in their situation, like there really wasn't anything super bad. The end, you know what I mean? It wasn't bad. There wasn't like you know, my situation. You, you, you just
2: get complacent. 14 years of marriage, you get complacent. You fall in love. Okay. You start, you stop doing love languages. You start nurturing, nurturing that relationship You just fall in love.
1: So it wasn't anything bad with them. So it's more on her end. I feel like there's just a lot of like bitter, hurt feelings still because he didn't give her what he's giving me. So she hates me.
2: How how old were y'all when you got married, Curtis? She was, I was 25. She was 22. I literally, I I literally, I literally graduated college, walked and got my diploma and walked to my wedding and got married
0: the same day. See, I don't think people need to get married young anyway. Oh, no, I, I, I think that anybody <laughs> okay. that says, like, right out of high school that you want to get married is stupid or in that you don't know who you are till you're fucking 30. Like, exactly, it, it takes you so long to get comfortable with yourself and figure That's- out what really makes you happy. Right. You're not established, you don't have a mm-hmm. job. I mean,
1: again, I'm not saying money is money's everything,
2: but you don't know anything about anything yeah. at that point.
1: Right. But nothing also, you don't even nothing. know how to love yourself yeah, yet. They don't talking. teach self love. You have to go on that journey. And until you do, you don't truly put out the energy that you should be getting back.
2: And there's so many hurdles for young kids nowadays to get married. There's just so much with everything. I mean, you have to deal with so much. Not just having to be with a partner, right? But everything in life. You're getting thrown out to the wolves to do life, right? Jobs, careers. Then you throw kids and they're like, that shit's a mess. <laughs> to be 23 years old and trying to navigate partners like that? Insane. Just, nobody, we at 40 came and do that shit
0: half the time. No, no, no. Right? <laughs> like, and, I, and I'll tell you, you've you got to be two strong individuals to be in your 20s and your arguments to be about money. Like when you said a while ago I, about. The, I, mean, I, was just, I was like counting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what, my thing with money has always been like when, when you said a while ago that until you're financially stable, mm. until you have an argument when you're not. Like in that situation, and it's about money and you spending too much or whatever. That's one of the worst arguments ever.
1: Yes,
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm poor.
1: about all
0: money. Okay. The hell with my broke ass. You know. Oh yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: Let's just
0: let's just pick on the poor people. That's no, fine. It's only only the I poor. Mean, is, I mean, only- didn't
1: have anyone to argue with about money because I was I- like. Making the
0: money because my money. Oh, Uh, okay. Okay, breadwinner. We got it. it, We got it. We got it. Yeah. But um. You're good. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way. You are definitely a woman. That if I got around for ten minutes, I'd be like, you know what? This is this is my best friend. But I don't ever want to <laughs> crawl. I don't want to cross her path. I don't want to anger her. I don't want to do anything to make Petty yeah. Labelle come out because she's Patti ruthless. LaBelle. You are ruthless, bro.
1: Just here for a good time.
0: Well, <laughs> I, ruthless, ruthless with a big heart though. Like ruthless can be
2: ruthless. Like she's like a little chihuahua. But like chihuahua. bro, the pit bull comes out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know you can see I'm scared of it myself. But <laughs> Well, I, I just appreciate y'all taking time and doing the show. And with everything that y'all got coming up, I wish y'all the absolute best. I know that y'all don't need it because y'all going to be fine. It, exactly. it, it, this is so stupid to sit here and watch. It, it also makes me want to go like download Tinder and Bumble real fast. Too. <laughs> like, I hey, don't think about Grinder. Don't forget
2: about Grinder. <laughs> don't throw out the other one. They got to mention it. So, <laughs> what's the other one? You got to mention it all. You
0: got to mention Grinder. Oh uh, no no no! I like. Hey, look. If I got one more failed relationship, I'm liable to try penis. I I'm telling you. I'm hey, just, leave
2: it
1: out. you can't leave out Always leave it open.
0: I'm telling you. I'm just. I'm. I'm tired of arguing. Best.
1: Another
0: man. <laughs> I fucking like you guys so much. Uh, but uh, if y'all have anything you want to say to end this with, say it. Leave a positive mark on it, and then uh, I'll say goodbye.
1: Um, if you're interested in coming to our charity event, um, you go to into the and we are selling tickets there for Saturday, September 11th charity event It's from five to 10. Um, if you can't make it, but you want to watch, we are having the whole event live streamed, so it will be it's technically on the Riff app, but it will be a web browser link. So any phone is compatible with. We're just asking that if you do want to watch it live, that you donate a minimum of $20 at IntoThewoods.live for our charities. And again, our charities are Breaking the Silence Against Domestic Violence, the Down Syndrome Association of the Low Country, and the first Edgefield. Edgefield's first responders. So you
0: guys are awesome. All <laughs> right, Curtis and uh Miss Kelsey, I appreciate it. All right, Jason, appreciate it. Josh. Josh.
1: Sorry. <laughs> How the fuck? It's right here. It's right there. It's right here. I feel like you did that on purpose. It's too I feel quick. like you did too.
0: I feel like you did that. He had planned <laughs> that. Yeah, you're right, my bad. Yeah. It's hey, all right, Dwayne. First of
1: all, the white
0: all right. out there. That is, let's talk oh about that. God. That is some shade. <laughs> uh. <laughs> all right, hey, folks. You well, thank y'all. Y'all have a good one.